0: It's said, about a thousand years ago, that a mad sorcerer consorted with demons and destroyed the gates of death. In doing so, the sun shattered into dim splinters, the sea became like stellar ink, and the barrier between our realm and the next evaporated. When people died, their souls remained, and their baleful spirits chased down any embers of life they could consume in a vain effort to be alive again. Volcanoes and earthquakes fractured the land, and as far as we knew it, the world was dying. But the Imperium survived. The Immortal Emperor employed their immense magical power to shield his cities from hungry ghosts. They ordered the construction of academies and ports, which gave rise to the Sparkrites and Leviathan Hunters, the Imperium's most valued protectors. Its cities, now cobbled together from city stones and flame-stained metal, stand wreathed in immense walls of spectral lightning which ward it from the appetites of dead and demonic creatures which lurk just outside. You, my players, are among the citizens of one such city, Duskwall, also known as the North Hook, or Duskwall, or simply the Dusk, it depends on who you're asking. Duskval is the main port from which the Imperium's leviathan hunters embark to harvest demon blood, the fuel of the electroplasmic walls which keep the city safe. The dull roar of industry and its smoky perfume pervade Duskval's crowded streets, the dim twilight of the shattered sun outshone by the buzzing lamps which speckle every building. The distant ringing of bells means that someone is dead, and the spirit wardens will soon descend upon him to stop him from becoming a ghost. And in those liminal and choking spaces is you, criminal scum, making your living the only way you know how. This is Blades in the Dark, a steampunk RPG about heists, traumas, the imminently dead, and the dead no more. I'm the GM, Saturn, and the players joining me today are um i'm owen and really excited to be here uh (laughs) you can find me on
1: dr underscore genome on twitter and i also manage most
2: of the big gay nerds social media accounts more or less directly i'm oats i'm the third most powerful um as as always i'm like absolutely flabbergasted that i'm that i'm playing with such wonderful people um you can You can contact me by contacting the others And they'll get a hold of me
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm Levi I'm Owen's boyfriend Uh, You can find me On Well you can find my Garfield blog (laughs) At Originalbode.tumblr.com I I hate
0: that it's always the thing You intro with because it's so good That I can never hope to compete (laughs) Yeah
3: That's original bode bod oh, yeah. Uh
4: There's no possible way I can ever, ever follow up that. I always go after, <laughs> I always go after Levi, and I always feel inadequate. So I'm, I'm sorry. it's okay. I should just... <laughs> it's not a very good
0: vlog. Don't worry
4: about it. I just <laughs> You're let, still very good. It's so good. Um, I'm Sarah. I also host a video game discussion podcast called The Gorge, Uh, You can find us at The Gorge Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, Gmail, bloody bloody blah. Um, And that's it. I I don't give out my Tumblr here because it's horrible. So, yeah, and it's nowhere near as interesting as a Garfield blog, wherein he streams episodes of Garfield on Mondays.
2: But it's not worse than what we'll find within Duskfall.
5: Hey! Ooh, nice. Da,
2: da, da. Oh, hey, good see. Ma- yes.
5: Maybe,
0: maybe you should be running the game and not me. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, anyway. no. we'll save it. We'll save the shilling for the <laughs> end. So basically, uh, to start with this, this episode, we're gonna do some uh, character creation and crew creation stuff probably not, I on unless schedules end up, unless we just end up like, tearing through this, we're probably not going to get into like the meat of the game until next episode mm-hmm. but in this is we're going to have the opportunity to have everyone flush out their characters and the kind of criminal under- enterprise they want to undertake and like figure out some rule stuff and maybe setting stuff beforehand so think of this as sort of a world building episode I guess, even though the world is for the most part like already built but yeah. we're going to be filling in those gaps ourselves because I don't like being a lore rival.
1: Okay. Um, Something that really interests me about this system Is that I was introduced to it as a Powered by the Apocalypse game Like uh, Monster Hearts and Worldwide Wrestling, but it's definitely a much Bigger divergence in both mechanics And it's kind of fundamental philosophy
0: Yeah, I think I might have Made the mistake of introducing it as a Powered by the Apocalypse game on past episodes Because it's like uh, On the Apocalypse World website uh, uh, Oh my god, what's his name Uh, Guy who makes that Harper, uh, something. Uh, no, John Harper's the uh, guy who made this. Uh and okay. Baker. Baker. Yeah, yeah uh, he has a list of, like, every other Powered by the Apocalypse scam and, like, where to buy it and stuff. Um, and this is listed on there, even though this is, like, okay. for sure, like, it has connections to Powered by the Apocalypse. Like, it has a clock system and stuff like that, but it is, like, so far removed that, like, it's not really worth calling that. But, uh, so we theorize that maybe this started as a Powered by the Apocalypse game and just became its own thing, but, uh, so I might have introduced it as that, but this is, like, very much its own sort of monster, and I would say it has a lot more in common with, uh, Lady Blackbird, which we played for, uh, the Ring of Fire campaign, uh, Um. last year, than it does with, uh, most Powered by the Apocalypse games, but even that's, like, sort of a very tenuous kind of uh, judgment. It's very unique compared to what we've played on the, the show so far. Yeah, yeah, it's very much
3: its own thing, and yeah. it's very exciting to me personally. Yeah.
1: So, do we want to talk more about that, or get straight into characters?
0: Um, We can let the game speak for itself when we actually get to it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The,
3: the... Plus the fact that the characters we make and the crew that we make will be its own sort of introduction, I feel like.
0: True.
5: Yeah.
3: Plus, plus that excellent lead-in we got.
0: Oh, I know. I tried to cover uh, as much as the important setting details in that as I can.
1: But. It's really cool. I I was kind of neutral on this whole game until I found out that it was, like, this fucked up, like, post-apocalyptic, gothic, post-fantasy.
0: Yeah. Gothic,
4: it's cool. post-fantasy, um, post-apocalypse, kind of dishonored, because, like, every time, everything you were saying, I was like, that's dishonored, and I love dishonored, so I'm really, <laughs> really into like- it.
2: As I heard a couple it. of Whole bloodborne problem. things in there, and that's all I, I could think about. I, I think I mentioned
0: this on our on the previous episode we did the shill episode, but uh, this is very much <laughs> like uh, explicitly derived from Dishonored uh, and Thief, which yeah. and then Dishonored itself is derived from Thief in a lot of ways as well. So yeah, Dishonored yeah. kind of
4: blatantly like lifts a lot of things from Thief, and then. <clears throat> Uh, does its own thing with them, but yeah. So, no.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of, so, so we're one
3: of the it. other uh, things that they said was an influence was Peaky Blinders, which I didn't think was a real thing. <laughs> I, thought uh, I, thought it, I, I thought it was like a joke, like a four bong, or like <laughs> any, anything Tracer says. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it turns out, I guess it's on Netflix or something, uh, and it's about or HBO, one of those prestige television places
4: where they let you say fuck,
3: get some titties. Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah. Um, no, apparently it's really good the first season, and then the second season is just crap. Now I've never actually seen. <laughs> now I've never actually seen Peaky Blinders, but I had friends ranting to me about it, about oh. how like season <laughs> one is amazing and two is just hot garbage. So anyway, take that before as well. we get
0: Anyways, before we get too off track, we on our, always on our Netflix do reviews. this. What's the point? Of it, 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 we're running a professional operation here. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so as far as I can tell, based on just what game rule stuff, like we basically just start with character creation. Like, there's no like setup or okay. really like explaining the the crux of the campaign beforehand as well because that's going to be a lot of stuff i decide based on what kind of characters y'all want to play and uh mm-hmm. i i know owen said that he has a pretty good idea so do you yeah. want to start us off sure yeah. so um uh, my, my character
1: it's actually the first uh let's see looking over character creation the playbook i choose and this is uh, probably one of the things that has the most in common with any like world game in that it has these playbooks instead of classes Is the cutter described as a dangerous and intimidating fighter? Basically, I want to be
0: the tank for once.
4: I'm so proud. Have fun, buddy!
0: Sarah gets to go on vacation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
4: Owen even asked for permission, which was just, like, so (laughs) moving to me. And yes, I was, like, deeply moved that, like, you thought of me like that, you know? That, like, well, Sarah uh, always tanks, so this one time I'm going to ask. Yes, of course you have my blessing to tank this time.
1: Well, thank you. Um, (laughs) And the cutter is basically set up, as it says, to be, like, the muscle of the group. And I'm looking here at the order of character creation. So it says the second thing you do after choosing the playbook itself is you choose uh, your heritage and background. And for that, there's a couple of different, like, places your character can be from, which is interesting. But um, with your permission, I would like to potentially uh, go off the menu. Absolutely. Uh, Okay. Because... (laughs) Um, they have a couple different uh, locations here that are, like, vaguely based on different, like, the geographic equivalents. I feel like a place called Tycheros is probably going to be kind of Greek, for instance. Um,
0: the book doesn't say much about Tychoros, and it's not even actually on the map, so...
1: And so... Uh. Yeah, yeah, it's from far away. But anyway, uh, despite that, um, I think I want my guy to be from a place that... Um, Basically no longer exists. It's one of the countries that was just flat out wiped out a thousand years ago. Mm -hmm. And um I want his name to be Franz Jochen Toten.
4: Oh I beg your pardon. Oh,
3: he did he did warn me that there was gonna be a voice. Yes.
0: Oh, Oh, do you want to make that name for me?
1: What I am Franz F R A N Z Drakentoten D-R-A-C-H-T-O-T-T-E-N
4: Oh, Jesus, oh,
5: God. Oh, no. Oh, going in.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. I, I feel better now. already. I'm so excited. So based on I... the little uh, established setting stuff I'm choosing to follow, you might be, like, the only blonde person that you know. <laughs> i'm guessing
2: <laughs> i can live with that um, oh that is a look so, that makes like everybody's going to know you at the drop of a hat yeah oh, like that's maybe, so
0: maybe there's some some other people with family descendants around but like you are you are going to be recognized i'm okay. sure okay all right way um well uh basically the pitch i have
1: here is that um his family is this old lineage of basically, like, heroes. Like, back when this was an actual fantasy setting, they were people who ran around with swords and slayed dragons, hence the name, and all that. Uh Um, But now, after the big ol' death of death and all that, and everyone moves into the cities and stuff, uh, people like that don't really have a use besides busting kneecaps, and so here he is. Um, For his background, I'm thinking that uh, it's labor, so, um, he was at dockhand before he decided to take this up.
0: Well, I, I like that a lot. We could also do with labor, especially if related to dockhand, if you so choose. Is uh, the uh, what are they, what are they called? The Leviathan hunters are literally mm. they go on ships out into the the inky sea to slay leviathans and take their blood so they can fuel the gates. So maybe you had some designs on that at some point. It's. It's possible, yeah, I think so. You know what? Yeah. I think I have
1: an idea along those lines. Um, I ask because uh,
0: one of the few things I remember is that it's, like, that particular line of work is so lucrative that, like, most of the people that are nobility in this city are basically, like, incredibly successful Leviathan hunters and, like, the captains of their own ships and stuff like that. I see. Um, They're Ahabs
2: who caught their white whale.
0: Yeah. Pretty much. I think that,
1: um... You know what, yeah, I know how it went down. Basically, his father used to do that, but he was one of the ones who didn't get lucky. And instead of Ah. getting a fortune, he just died and left behind a widow and a son who just kind of had to scrape by. And so instead of following in his father's footsteps, he's going to get rich the other way. I like it. Nice. And so with that set up, next it says, assign four action dots. So, um...
0: So here's how this works, and viewer well. listeners at home, you <laughs> probably don't have access to the character sheets if you want to go find them and download them, you can. But basically how this works is that, uh, the players have a lot of different skills, so, like, they have the ability to hunt or finesse or c- command or whatever, and these are marked by, uh, by these four blank dots. Um... And most of them start blank, with the exception of, like, so you're playing the Cutter, so you start with a 2 in Skirmish and a 1 in Command. Mm-hmm. Um, the basic gist of how this works is that I think the suggestion is that you, uh, this is not in the character sheet, this is in the book, but the suggestion is right. you start with uh, one point based on your heritage, one point based on your background, and two based on uh, where just where you think is appropriate. Okay. And I think the max you can assign at character creation is 3 to a particular skill. So, like, you could have a 3 in Skirmish, but not a 4 yet, because that's an upgrade you get later. Uh, um, no
2: no higher than 2 during character creation, but after no creation... No higher than 2. After yeah. creation, action ratings can advance up to 3.
0: Okay, so you can assign up to 2 in whatever, and you have 4 dots to spend, basically. Okay. Um, the benefit is basically uh, when you roll... <laughs> like, when you... like. Do a move, basically that would require one of these rolls, like a contest, like a sticky situation or whatever. Uh, you get a number of die based on your skill level in that, and uh, your result is the highest thing that you roll. So you have a two in skirmish, oh. and if you need the skirmish right now, uh, you'd roll two d six, and you take the highest result of those. But mm-hmm. okay. uh, If you have one, you only roll one dice, and if you have zero, you roll two dice, but you have to take the lowest result.
1: Oh, okay. Mm. I like that. That's a good setup. Um, yeah. What I was thinking, I was thinking of just going all in, and so um, I would uh, bump two each into Prowl and Wreck, since Prowl is both stealth and, like, athletics and ambushing, so we could, like, move around and stuff, and Wreck is just, like, smashing things. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of, you know, want to be a tank. But um, (laughs) let's see, his heritage... I feel that actually leans into the skirmish, so that's not what I would bump there. Um, I was thinking of alternatively, like, picking up some survey or maybe even hunt
2: or uh, dip a little into finesse or something like that. What do, what if, do you guys think? Should I, feel, I... I feel like hunt I... would feel, like, most appropriate considering, like, your background, just because mm-hmm. you'd be like... That's yeah. a good point. You were, you were just straight up, like, a whaler's <laughs> son, so... And, that's a good And the point. thing is with these
0: skills is that they're meant to be kind of... Uh, uh, up to interpretation, so hunt could mean like for you it could mean your family has a background in hunting monsters and for someone else it could mean they have a background in finding people. right. Um, I will say spreading out in this game is actually not a terrible idea because you notice how the first pip in that bar is separated by a black line.. Mm-hmm. Um, you notice how for insight prowess and resolve that these that they themselves have these blank pips that you can fill in. The thing that happens there is that you get a point in that sort of broad category for every first point that you have filled in. So for all these, you can fill up to four, I think, naturally, and you can get some other bonuses later. And what this does is that when you are uh, contesting a result, so let's say, like, I don't know, you do bad in a skirmish, and you you take, like, a level three harm, and you want to contest it and drop it down to, like, a level two harm or something like that, you would roll that with... uh, with the either insight, prowess, or resolve, depending oh, on what okay. that is.
1: Oh, okay, because... <laughs> so you, this is a lot like White Wolf, actually. The skills are, like, broken up into genres, almost. Yes, yeah. and then, um, like,
0: the the more skills you have in a particular genre, the better your genre is. So sometimes okay. it can actually benefit you to spread out a little bit.
1: Okay, then. That, that sounds good. So I think I still want to get one each in Prowl and Wreck.
5: Mm-hmm. And
1: then, um... I think one in survey, because that just seems natural for uh, just being aware of things. Like, perception is a useful skill. Hmm. Um. And uh, You know what? I might end up bumping Rec up to two anyway, because I think that is relevant to his uh, background, too. I think he might have been in a job where he had, like, like bust up crates and stuff every now and that then makes sense. so yeah so then it it'll then in total i will have um oh wait no maybe i want to get hunt too so um yeah okay so i'll get uh one hunt one survey one prowl two skirmish one wreck and then the free one command
0: yes So what that sounds like you have is two insight, three prowess, and one resolve to start? Yes. Respectable totals. All Um, right. Okay, what's next? We've
1: Uh, got... Choose a special ability, which is always the best part.
0: Ah yes, so <laughs> you get one of these.
1: Yeah, and they're like the moves from the Power by the Apocalypse games we've been doing. Yeah, if um, you
0: if you if you're stuck, they suggest that the first one on there is generally placed first because it's the best default choice. But you uh, are free to pick any of these that you want.
1: Well, the first one is called Battleborn, and it, it allows me to extend your special armor to in- reduce harm from attacking combat or to push yourself
2: during a fight which sounds good even though I'm not sure what special armor is special uh. armor is like a, it's like a type of armor that's unique to the class and can be on- and can only be used if you unlock it so battleborn allows oh. you to use special armor where you can't otherwise I see. Yeah, so that gives you okay. access
0: to special armor, and then you can expend special armor to either uh, basically re- reject the consequences of, of combat, so like take so like take reduced harm and not pay a stress penalty, or to uh, push yourself, which basically uh, gives you, I think, an additional die without an assist, or allows you to act when you otherwise wouldn't be able to without cost to stress.
1: Okay. There are some other pretty good ones. Like bodyguard gives you a bonus <laughs> to resistance when protect a teammate. Ghost fighter says you may imbue your hands, melee weapons or tools with spirit energy. You gain oh potency God. in combat versus the supernatural. You so may you... grapple with spirits to restrain or capture them. You can turn into <laughs> Kuwabara. Yeah. <laughs> um, God. There's some cool stuff with like ordering people around, but I think I'm going to go with mule. Which ups my load limits because I've been a looking at things. choice. And uh, <laughs> oh, encumbrance means- is a pretty serious matter in this game, and I want to be able to like, l- like, gear up as heavily as I can. I love mm-hmm. that somebody.
2: Uh, I love that somebody really liked old money from New Vegas and decided that they were gonna try and make <laughs> off with as much gold as they could. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, the, the advantage of that, too, is that it doesn't just increase the maximum load you can carry, but also, like, what the maximum loads are per category, so you can actually carry up to five things while still being light, whereas normally that would put you into normal weight, and the thing that this does is, in fiction, it means you can carry up to five, like, up to five things and still just look like a normal person and not look like conspicuous yeah oh. and also
1: you can carry like heavier things like for example having armor counts as two like dots on that so right. I, can, I can armor up potentially I could have like heavy armor on and not carry anything else but I would still technically still be considered like inconspicuous on in light
0: and for everyone else, like, if so, if you are at normal category, that means like you look like you're up to no good, but you can still, like, do whatever you want. And if you're heavy, it basically means that you can only carry things. Yeah. Like, okay. you can't do anything super complex. <clears throat> okay.
1: Um, uh, next up, it says, uh, choose a close friend and a rival. So there is a list of uh, specifically dangerous friends for the Cutter and I pick one to be someone who's on my side and someone who um, is, like, a personal enemy of mine.
0: Uh, Basically, from the list, the up arrow is that person, someone you have a good relationship with, and a down arrow means you have a bad relationship with them. Yes. Um, And while you can, while the list is there for for, uh, your purposes, obviously, if you you had an idea for, like, someone that you would know that isn't on this list, you are free to make suggestions. Well, I really like this list, so I'm going to go with it. Okay. Um, for the
1: close friend, I'm going with Marlene, a pugilist. And I think that she is, like, like an underground boxer that he maybe spars with. And she is maybe one of the people who helped him, uh, like, learn how to fight and mm-hmm. all that. Um, and then for the negative, I'm going with Mercy, a cold killer, Ooh. who I think was... Oh! who i think was someone else that he met maybe even in the same social circle as like hey like you're good at fighting we can learn how to fight together but then like that person turned out to be like a sociopath and they broke it off under like pretty bad terms
0: how's about you use those strong hands to snap some necks uh, uh. <laughs> well,
1: and i personally objected to that because i was not being paid and they had not wronged me
5: Oh, that that oh, voice that is gonna be
0: special. Let's hey, let's hey, listen let's continue.
5: I'm channeling shall we? my <laughs>
0: personal
1: heritage, okay? My mother's style <laughs> of family is thoroughly Pennsylvania Dutch.
0: <laughs> Highly respectable. Oh, all right, so oh, you're gonna have your fun. special ability, your close friend and rival. Uh now you get to pick a vice. Yes. And the I thing know. is with vice is in, is in this game is that it's not anything that's necessarily explicitly bad. Like Even though these are listed as faith, gambling, luxury, like a lot of other bad things, like your vice could be like that you need to spend time with your family and that's your Mm. obligation vice or something like that. Okay. Because when you choose your vice, you also choose your purveyor, which is another person that you have a relationship with who's the one that basically allows you to satisfy your vice. Okay. And in my opinion, this could be either a person or an object if your vice is the subject of an object or something like that, but we'll figure it out
2: my personal favorite of the vices is stupor because it it initially goes like you seek oblivion in the abuse of drugs drinking to an excess like hedonism and then one of them is just getting beaten to a pulp in fighting pits (laughs) and that's like that is the exact kind of character vice that me and nurse would pick like the very second we found it
4: not wrong
2: okay
1: well i want to go with luxury um Basically, uh Franz's father died trying to get rich and then he grew up in poverty and he very Mm -hmm. much thinks that he deserves to live in the lap of luxury and so I think the way he indulges this is he goes to like (laughs) he goes to like (laughs) he goes to like uh was Dracula, I'm sorry. Like fancy like tea houses or restaurants or something like that, and he doesn't actually like buy anything. He just sort of sits around <laughs> in the lobby and pretends he lives there. Uh huh. Oh. And so I guess then the purveyor would probably be like the owner who he has like something set up with so that he can do that and not just kicked out.
0: What's the owner's name and what do they run? Um, let me think. Let, let, let's go with a specific one, because I think it's more interesting to have, like, a specific person in a specific location. Like, yeah. even if you do other things, like, there's one place you always go back to.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna flip back to the, like, the GM reference, because that just has a big list of names. Um, yeah,
3: that, I found that really handy.
1: Um, oh, yeah, very I, much. I think that the owner of the place is named Zamira, and, um, I had said, uh, Tea House, so I guess I'll go with something like that, and it's probably called the, um... Mm -hmm. The Gentleman's Respite.
5: Interesting.
0: (laughs) Okay. If I seem far away, it's because I'm occasionally leaning over to write notes because I want to remember all these things to use them as ammunition in my relentless assault against you. Oh, (laughs) Oh,
5: God. Excellent.
1: And then next up is just record your name, alias, and look. I've already given
0: my name Uh, for alias. I think it might just be your crime nickname. Blondie. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, they just find where your address is. And, yeah. You know, um, so you need a you need your uh, your Phantom Thief name. Hmm.
4: Yes.
1: I don't know if he's the sort of guy who would give himself a name. Uh, to the rest of you guys, uh, if you were going to give this guy a nickname
2: because you hang out with him, um, what would you call him? Dagwood, mm-hmm. because he looks like you should name him Blondie, but that would be a little too on the nose. I'm going to call him Blondie then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's
0: probably not even a bad name considering you are blonde. Yeah. yeah. And, like, not a whole um, lot of other people in the city
1: are. For look, there is. Um, i noticed that they have a list of like individual looks and then just like a list of just like accessories and you i figured... free to
0: describe as much as you want yeah yeah or go with um whatever lists or whatever well
1: i'm not sure exactly what adjective attached attached to him but uh considering that one of the inspirations here is dishonored my mind kind of went to how dishonored has multiple enemy types they're just kind of big blocky dudes uh-huh and i think that's how he looks <laughs> oh God, he's, he's... Yes. He's kind of yes, a big
4: just blocky a guy. He's the guard from Dishonored. Um, <laughs> big
0: square chin. Yeah, exactly. Big old he's a,
4: meaty hands and everything. He, he <laughs>
2: looks chiseled. He kind of looks like v- <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. like like, incredible. I was going to say, he looks like BJ Blazkowicz little bit oh yeah oh, yes. Yes. oh my little god bit.
1: um and so we're
3: running with john cena putting on an accent exactly <laughs>
1: and um and i think since he was a dockhand he probably has like you know kind of a big overcoat and that sort of thing nice and fingerless gloves and gotcha. one thing i really like about uh this system looking at things is that i have a list of items and it And I have access to all of these, uh, but I can only equip as much as my load can carry. So, um, I noticed one of the ones listed is a fine heavy weapon. Are there, like, specific stats for that, or is it purely just a a narrative thing?
0: It is a narrative thing. Okay. Uh, Things like damage suffered and, like, the advancement of clocks and what all are kind of, like, largely arbitrary. Okay, well... um,
3: I think fine might, like, increase, like, the effect or something (laughs)
0: It would, be, it would be an excuse for you to say, well, I think it should have this level of effect, and I could be like, oh, okay. Oh, well, uh, yeah, that, that's yeah, that a makes good
3: sense.
1: argument. Well, um, I definitely want... Uh, a lot of this stuff can be kind of in the air, but I want to lock down Fine Heavy Weapon as, like, the family's vihander
0: good. Uh, Jesus if, Christ. If you're not using it, it's, uh, at, it's at the hideout, wherever that is. Yeah, he's just, just like, very safe.
1: he's got it up on the wall or something, it's like, failed time to get to work, and he, like, picks it up.
5: <laughs> yes. Does
0: that Zweihander have a name? Um,
1: I think it might have at some point, but it has been lost to time. Gotcha. It, I also note that uh, in his possible equipment, it lists a scary weapon or tool, uh-huh. rage essence vial, or Spirit Bane Charm.
4: You know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think. Like most things, I believe those are things with uh, names and no descriptions because it's up to us to figure out what it is they do. Excellent. Uh, oh,
2: good. This is some Lady Blackbird shit. I love this. Yeah. This yeah. Is so, tremendous. Yeah, that that's Franz.
0: Cool. All right. Uh, anyone cool. have any ideas about who wants to go next?
4: Oh, God. How to follow Ooh. that? I tell you hey, what.
0: I'm going to roll a six-sided die. Uh, Who wants one through two? Who wants three through four? And who wants five through six?
2: Three and four.
4: Five through six.
0: All right. I got a six. Sarah. Yes. You get to go first. (laughs) (laughs) Give it on the spot. Make the the decision that everyone else will have to follow.
2: Cool.
4: Lurk.
0: All right. Sarah's gonna be a lurk.
4: Yeah. All right. I'll take. I'll take lurk for sure because um, I was looking at hound, and I kind of like it, but I think, um, since I have such a fondness for Dishonored, why not just play a Dishonored character? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So
0: respectable, respectable uh, train of thought.
4: Right. <laughs> um. So yeah.
0: Do you? All right. So first step, we are going to. I keep losing this page. Background right, or so heritage? You chose, your, you chose your playbook. Good. All right. So you're going to choose a heritage and background um okay. like genome you can play kind of calvin ball with this or you can go with the list and i can help you fill in details or
4: um i think i'm gonna go from the list because i have been so on the fence about literally everything about this game that having a little bit of structure um mm. always helps so i do think that she is going to be from um huh. i really like if you the need I- any, oh go ahead if you need
0: any info of these there is a handy uh uh, page at the back of the uh, sheets pdf I did see that, that. Yeah so to go over Acheros is kind of the island where we are it's mm-hmm. like very wealthy it's sort of the imperial capital you know Yeah um Severos it's got wind plains and scrub and dark scrubs and not really a whole lot else there's people living in 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 free tribes and they have ghost hunting horses which is cool That's yes. amazing uh, Eruvia has black deserts uh, like bad mmos <laughs> uh, Obsidian mountains and volcanoes. Uh, apparently, uh, stuff in eruvia is largely controlled by demons, so they don't have a great reputation. Oh, good. Uh, then there's the Dagger Isles, which is very jungly, and that the people there, their cities, don't even have lightning barriers, but no one knows how they manage that, but not a whole lot of people from from there recently, so no one's really saying anything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Skovlin, which is very cold and mountainy. Uh, there was very recently an imperial war for control there because there was a resistance war and they got crushed pretty thoroughly about oh. two years ago. I was thinking
3: of going Scotland, so that's good to know.
0: Yeah, um, so there's are kind of there's a uh, understandable umbrage mm-hmm. and also a large population in Duskvol that are war refugees from there. Okay, um, and then is, is just some place far away that's part that's kind of part of the empire but not really. Um, people call them strangers, and they are rumored to have demon blood in their lineage. But this no is
4: really very yeah. That. Tishros basically sounds like P- Pandicia from uh, Dishonored again to just kind of keep making those references, I guess. But um, these places
0: are very ill-defined, and you are free to either, like Genome did, invent places yourself, or right. just take what little flavor is there and just do what you want with it. Because uh, I'm not going to.
4: Like, I think just to go with the whole the whole lurk background, the idea you know that the sneaky character always knows where they're going. Um, mm-hmm. And we are in the capital. We are in Duskfall, so she is going to be from Akiros?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Is that how it's pronounced?
0: Yeah, uh, presumably.
4: Presumably, yeah. Who knows? As far as I know. Right. Um, and is actually. Let's see. Sorry, I'm looking at the background real fast. She is going to be. Sneaky, sneaky. Hold on, hold on. I hate dead silence on the radio, but... <laughs> I, say, I imagine the,
0: the most obvious choice for background if you're going is the like criminal would be underworld, but at the same time you could be like, oh, you could go the Corvo route and your background is military or noble and you right. were, like, the, like, like a, you were, like, a guard for some noble or their, like, personal assassin or something like that. Or right. Or, like, or, you know, you were in law and you were some sort of shadowy law enforcer or inquisitor or something like that.
4: Right, so. right. Um right now I think we're going to go noble. Mm,
5: yeah. Okay.
4: But the idea of like a noble family whose whole purpose is to guard other noble families, like a whole oh. family. Oh,
0: so I can respect- you're, that's a that's a cool gimmick. You're
4: like a branch a whole, clan. Yeah, like a branch clan that is like They serve other, like, better noble families who go off and do (laughs) things, like, become, you know, lords or whatever. Well, it's actually
0: probably for the best, because nobles in Duskfall are very cutthroat.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Right? So, in this case, it's, like, a a whole group of people who are raised to be, like... The bodyguards, and this is the one person who kind of said, Well, fuck this, I'm gonna go do my own thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And basically just bailed on the whole establishment. And it is probably very frowned upon, I would think, to kind of just skip out on what is basically your duty as a. as a member of this of this family. Yeah.
0: I imagine your character is uh, reluctant to use their last name in any kind of situations ever. Absolutely.
4: They they almost entirely introduce themselves either by first name, which I already know is Arden. Um, mm, Arden. Ar, yes, because I really like the name Arden. Um, it's and, a good name. And I know for, a good first name,
0: Arden. They're oh, cool. good.
4: And then uh, I don't know what the alias would be just yet. Um...
0: Cricket. While you're thinking of alias, do you have any idea about what this family's name might be? Frog.
4: So I'm just looking
3: what? at the aliases. I'm looking at the aliases and thinking of good ones. Frog. Yeah, her uh, name's Garden Frog. Frog. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. What's well, um, a nickname?
3: Is the thing. I am <laughs>
4: looking, looking at the 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 actual family names list. Uh, well, we can come back
0: to this if you're if you want to think more about it. No,
4: no. Uh, I kind of like the name. There's really, there's a lot of really good ones, by the way, on this list of family names. Like, if you ever skim mm-hmm. through it, some of them yep. are just fantastic. So, uh, props to whoever wrote this thing. Um, but we'll do Kinclaith, Arden Kinclaith, because it sounds mm. that's kind that's of good. punchy. I love that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's a
0: that's a very punchy name,
4: right? Yeah. Um, but obviously Arden is the only name that you'll ever really get out of her unless uh, you actually know what she looks like or have met her in the past. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a good start. So, alert. Cool. Cool, here we go. We're So now
0: we're up to action dots. You start with 1 in Finesse and 2 in Prel, which is appropriate for your class, Mm -hmm. Um, and as Genome did for uh, Frond's you assign four. Uh, ideally, one is based on your background and one is based on your heritage, and the other two are kind of arbitrary.
4: Okay. Um, then we'll put... Uh, because it's a trained thing to basically be like a sneaky guard, like a sneaky bodyguard, um, one in skirmish. Skirmish is for fighting, right? Yeah. But
2: yeah. not necessarily... For the most part.
4: Okay. Uh, we'll put one in skirmish. Um... Can I put another... Is it okay to put another in finesse?
0: Yes, yes. You can go up to two in character correction.
4: Okay. And then...
0: So that's two down. One in... Hmm, survey? Mm-hmm. Good call.
4: And then one in... Uh, I don't think she's terribly... Again, kind of going outside of like my comfort zone. She's not terribly m- much for talking, mm. so maybe like not bothering with any of the. Well, maybe one in command. That's kind of like the intimidate role. No, well, that's yeah. kind of what. No,
5: <laughs> the, like, I, I, like I said, the that's almost. I'm are like accident- I'm show.
4: accidentally tanking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> some people are commanding oh, because they're um, scary, and some people are commanding because they're loud and yell commands. So it's very flexible. Right.
1: Uh, tinker uh, is for picking locks. If you want to do that,
4: yes, thank you. Or for
0: doing anything kind of machiny. So
4: sure, sure, we'll do tinker and uh, survey, and then so, what I say. So.
0: You said you did one Tinker, one Survey, uh, an extra one in Finesse, and one in Skirmish.
4: Cool, thank you. Um, All right, so good. you've
0: got, it looks like, two Insight, three Prowess, and zero Resolve, Yeah, which will be fun. Uh, yeah,
4: <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> so, I need to make notes of these. So, real fast. So, Survey, Tinker... This is fascinating radio, I know. Finesse. <laughs> maybe. Uh, and skirmish. Okay.
0: Okay. So, now you get to do the fun, uh, like, dot-filly parts where you get to choose your special ability.
5: Oh, there's some
1: really
0: good ones I for Lurk. I know,
4: there's a lot of really awesome ones. Um... <laughs>
0: So, their default ability is infiltrator, which is that you aren't affected by quality or tier when you bypass security measures. That is very Which good. is a very interesting and powerful move, which basically means, like, no matter, like, as long as you're, like, in a controlled situation, like, even if you're trying to break into, like, a gang that's, like, way tougher and more sophisticated than you are, like, mm-hmm. I can't really impose any penalties.
2: You're basic. You're basically our loop on the Third if you pick that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> we have like all these other ones are also very that. So like, let's see. Expertise is a fun group one. Uh, when you lead a group action using an action, you uh, only suffer one stress at most, regardless of the number of failed rolls.
5: Okay.
0: Which is interesting. Ghost Veil vale is great.
4: Yeah, you may shift partially into the ghost field, becoming shadowy and is insubstantial for a few moments. Take two stress when you shift, plus one stress for each extra feature.
0: Hmm. So basically it takes two stress to do it, and you can make it do extra things at the cost of more stress. Right. And stress is, stress is basically, you can see it there, it's kind of a secondary HP meter, where uh, once it fills up, and there's like pretty much no way to reduce its buildup during a score. If it fills up during a score... You are basically taken out of commission for the rest of the score, and you also suffer a permanent trauma.
4: Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, it's, it's I'm really useful, into that.
0: It's a very useful currency, but you have to be very careful with how it's spent. Right. Because it's it's like if you take four trauma, which is the maximum amount of trauma, you cannot use the character anymore. Wow. Like They are just too messed up to They're, do anything.
4: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um. Gosh, how many is that? Like so five good. trauma.
0: Oh, four. Yeah. That oh, is four. so good. There um, are there are certain crew upgrades which we'll get to in the far flung future where you can be like oh <laughs> as part of this crew upgrade uh, all of our members can take an additional trauma and like wow. that that so and so like you could feasibly bring a character of four trauma back from the brink but right. at the same time it's like for the most part you've got four trauma to work with which isn't right. very much in the grand scheme of things so it's very easy to fill up that stress bar in a single heist if you're not being careful.
3: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh
4: boy. Um. If you also take I am actually going to try... I'm torn between Infiltrator and Daredevil. Somebody make the decision for me. I can't think.
2: Daredevil.
1: Uh, mm.
4: Daredevil? Thanks. Yeah. I Daredevil think it's appropriate.
1: it is. Yeah.
0: Daredevil is a very strong ability. I think you are going to get some useful out of it. Yeah. you Assuming you like playing aggro, you are going to find yourself in a lot of desperate <laughs> actions. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I can't really shake that habit. I just like... I just like running Wait, aggro you too much. Plus
0: one to your roll if you also take 90. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a word in a very specific way. It took me a little bit to get the exact way of how it works. But basically it means, like, if you do something that's patently stupid, mm-hmm. then you have a better just... chance of being successful. Yes. But
3: you also can't... Uh... You take a penalty to trying to like get away from the consequences.
0: <laughs> well, it's not that. It's if you also would take a penalty to roll against the consequences, which basically means like if you're putting yourself in a situation where uh, the consequences of failure are incredible and beyond your scope, you get a plus one to uh, to actually like do better. Hopefully. Oh,
3: what it says is when you roll if a desperate action. Take...
0: I don't know. We'll figure
3: it out. If you you also take minus one die to any resistance rolls against consequences from the action.
0: We'll figure it out as we play. Okay, sorry. It's it's worded in a kind of vague thing. It could be that. It could also just be, like, if you make it so that, like, if you're willing to commit to the bit and uh, basically do bad. Actually, yeah, I think you're right, Levi. What it is is uh, if you commit to the bit and you will get an extra die to roll, but if you... uh, do bad, and you want to resist the consequences of the roll. You will not resist them nearly as well. Right. You will take more stress from resisting them.
3: I really like the low diet pools in this game. Yeah. Because it, like, it makes like like a plus one or a minus one a very big deal.
0: Yeah. When... Yeah. Huge.
3: Because.
0: <laughs> um. We're... Anyway, so we have your special ability taken care of. How about your friends? You don't have dangerous friends this time. You have shady friends.
5: Yeah. Shady friends. <laughs>
0: For clarification of what the things are, a blue coat is basically a cop. Right. Like, the cops in this aren't, like, very good at their jobs, but they're still technically cops. (laughs) They're kind of horrifically underfunded and generally are inclined to let the various criminal gangs in the city kind of deal with themselves, but they're still cops. All cops are blue. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh,
4: Okay, I have. I do know who uh, we are on. I'm on poor terms with. Um, Mm -hmm. On poor terms, it says this guy, this character's name is Roslyn Kellis, but I'm going to change that to Roslyn Kinclith, Oh.
5: Understandable.
4: Who is Arden's, let's say, twin brother.
2: Ooh. All right.
4: Yes, and is probably uh, her greatest rival. For sure. Yes. Um, is is
0: Rosalind still trying to live up to the family name? Absolutely, they...
4: of course. Rosalind Good. is the uh. is the embodiment of the the Kinclath spirit. Somebody who has a a soul yes. of servitude and and who will absolutely throw themselves into the fire for uh. whatever noble family they've been assigned to protect. Um, oh boy! And, and they view Arden's. Uh, Straying you, from the family path is probably the single worst thing you could possibly do.
1: This is sick.
0: <laughs> you're giving me some good material. All right. Uh, do you know who you're who you're on good terms with?
4: Um. Yes, Darmit, a blue coat. Oh. Ah. Yeah. You
0: got. You got a. You got a cop in your pocket. Huh? I
4: have a. I have a cop friend for sure. Somebody who um is basically like an old drinking buddy. Gotcha. Arden probably almost shanked and then let live. um, (laughs) And is now on fantastic terms with. So, yeah.
2: That's just how it goes. That's good. That's
0: just how it goes when you're a blue coat. So, uh, how about... Let's see. The next thing is vice. Am I correct? Yes. You get to choose your vice. Oh, boy. So, this is going to be the thing that, like... Basically, how vice works in this game, I don't think I explained it, is uh, after you, you do a score... Uh, you can indulge your vices to relieve stress. Okay. That's the only, like, reliable way to relieve stress, too. So if you're, like, if you accrue, like, I don't know, six stress after a mission, you gotta go indulge your vice. But if you don't think you... But there's also penalties for overindulging your vice. Oh, good. So if you don't have a whole lot of stress, you might choose to do other things, but vice is basically how you you deal with that.
4: Okay. Um... Hmm. I love the idea of weird you experiment with strange essences consort with rogue spirits observe bizarre rituals or taboos Um,
0: you go meet the outsider
4: pretty much whoops (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's okay. I know you're playing to your role, and I
5: appreciate someone <laughs> finally
0: getting their their toes in the magic. So, uh, uh, so what's your weird shit?
4: Um, can we put a pin in that while I try and think about it? Because I feel sure. like that would be something that requires a bit of thought, and I don't want to just kind of yeah, bullshit absolutely. It. And-
0: and if you're lucky, one of these other one of these other chuckleheads will have some sort of character detail that will help you uh, figure out your vice a bit more. Right? But yeah, we can leave it at weird for now and just revisit you uh, when you feel like you have something to thank to you
4: because uh, I'm still a bit um, I like the idea of weird, but I don't know exactly what all of that entails. Yeah,
2: we'll figure yeah. it out.
0: Okay, cool. so Oats and Levi, do either of you? I you ready to go?
2: I figured something out while uh, Sarah was talking, so I'm oh, going to I'm going to pick the spider. Uh, a devious mastermind, uh, and I'm right. I'm going to play an insanely crooked cop that's got a slightly higher rank than some of the others, like a constable or like a oh. uh, like an investor, uh, like an investigator. Interesting. <laughs>
5: Christ.
0: Okay. I'll... yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. This will be you're giving me good... you're giving me good things to work with. All right. So, let's start. We're going to do... each uh, you chose your playbook. Uh, well, we pretty much know your background, but go ahead and tell us your heritage and background anyway.
2: Okay, so... Um, uh, for game, if you want to do that first, whatever. <laughs> um, I was going to say that I was probably from like either um, Akaros or from Skovlin and um, either way the character has like was born and raised like in akaros just like was either like their family's always been there or like they're very recently like a refugee Mm -hmm. um i don't have much of a name um but i i do know off the top of my head that i really want them to look kind of like one of like the, the trio of terror so either like Peter Cushing, Chris Lee or Vincent Price in their like mid-30s ooh oh. oh shit mm. um, i got a name based on one of them I'm trying to think so we'll, we'll get to that in a minute so their background is they work in I guess law so they were probably like an inspector um, now are they a former cop or are they a current cop with a good side gig um, it is a They are currently a cop And like the side gig is They are currently helping out a small like ring um, With like c- getting them connections and stuff And you know maybe making a little money on the side Like through them With a cut
0: Okay We can mm. elaborate on the uh, Fun things like rank and all that later But that's not super important right now Right. Uh, so your action dots Like everyone else you get four of them you start with one in study and two in consort, and you have four to assign as you will.
2: Um, let's see. I was thinking of putting stuff into... Um, um, so since I already have stuff in consort and study, the ones that I think I was really worried about, um, I was probably going to put one in finesse, um, mm-hmm. one in command, one in sway, and... Uh, a last one in uh, Survey. That sounds really good. That's a nice spread. So you've got two Insight, one
0: Prowess, and three Resolve. It right. Sounds like. Perfect. Got that figured out nice and quick. Let's see. Your next is you get to choose your special ability. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the default one for Spider is Foresight, which is two times per score you can assist a teammate without paying stress. And all you have to do is tell us how you prepared for it, for that assistance, so, which is a, a very good ability. It yes. is
2: really good, and, like, the reason for that one would basically be, like, well, we've got a cop in our pocket, so, like, we can kind of ignore some evidence or whatever. So I was thinking of that one, but I was also thinking of functioning vice. When indulging in your vice, you may adjust the dice outcome by one or two, up or down. Uh, an ally who joins you may do the same so if I indulge a vice and rolled, like kind of in the middle, I could increase the result or reduce the result to uh, avoid overindulgence
0: yes, which is very good I will say the only downside to the uh, bottom half of that function is that it would be dependent on at least one of your crew members having the same category of vice as you
2: yeah, right so either way it's good for me and maybe for other people it could be useful, but we'll see well, um,
0: be, how about what do you have an idea what your uh,
2: vice would be Um, yeah I was kind of thinking of uh, I was definitely thinking of either like stupor or um, uh, I was also going to put in weird like I just really like collecting like obviously haunted curios <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good hobby for a cop with a side gig to have honestly
2: yeah
0: so it's not strictly a bad thing if you want to go that way
2: yeah so, but uh, you can
0: always just put that on the back burner and figure out what kind of special ability you want to do first, and we'll make it work either way.
2: Yeah. Um, so I'm just like I'm just torn between those two in particular. Um, mm. I
1: think I would vote for foresight just because it's really good and seems to fit your helper thing a lot. I do yeah. like functioning vice just because it plays up like your crookedness. But <laughs> um, I think starting off with someone who can be kind of a safety net. For the rest of the crew is a good idea. So I will I
0: I will say for what it's worth I think the stress payment for for uh, assisting is always only one. That's what I think. Which is like not like so it's I think the idea is that functioning vice could could save you more in like the grand total but foresight is much more flexible.
2: Right.
5: I, so I am
4: I'm going to put another vote into foresight only because it it kind of seems like if this dude is a is basically a cop then uh these these terrible terrible people will need a reason to kind of associate with the man but that's up to Mm. you (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. okay i think yeah i'll 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 throw in for foresight then
0: okay all right so now you've picked your special ability you get to uh Tell us about your shrewd friends, as opposed to dangerous or, uh-huh. or shady, shady, and which one you have a good relationship with, and which one you have a bad relationship with.
2: Um, I definitely think a really good friend would be uh, Jaren, a blue coat archivist. So this yes. way, I have my fingers dipped into like uh, the the rest of the cops and make sure that like I, I have people oh, like on my side.
1: Um, well, if it looked like a, Christopher a, it, Lee, I wouldn't mind.
2: Yeah, a wise decision. Um, and then the other one, the for the rival, I was thinking of an information broker, possibly because mm. like they may have, they're starting to accrue enough information that I'm starting to think they might be a liability.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, they can put you under. Yeah. All right. Cool. So break right down. Do you want
2: to stick with the default names or? Um, St- I'm still, like, torn, so I'm probably just gonna grab something off of this name list. Um, uh, let's go with, um... I like the name of, uh, Michter.
5: <laughs>
2: like the oh, combination wow. just kinda, like, feels nice. For the info broker? F- yeah. Um. I think like for an alias, just referring to them as. Oh,
4: the, this is your character's name.
0: What? Wait. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I was I was asking if you wanted to go with the names from the friends list. Okay.
2: Oh no. Carl Micter. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I didn't okay. think of a name for um. Uh, wait. What about wait, wait? Hold on. Okay, I got I'll myself confused. the default names. Right. For the for the. For your shrewd friends yeah uh, yeah just use the defaults sorry
0: yeah cool all right so your name is kraal michter what's right.
2: your alias um shit there's a lot of different ways i could do this one and i think i think i like the idea of since the character is kind of uh based on deception giving myself a very like misleading name is a lot better so like referring to myself as the club um to kind of like imply that i might be the cutter when it turns out it's the other guy next to me <laughs> that's good oh, I li-
0: and i like that too because the blue coats probably have billy clubs yeah, oh,
2: yeah that's the other thing too that's good
0: all right
5: cool okay.
1: you just kind of you don't even have skirmish so you just kind of like gesture
2: with it <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: considering you said you've you've lived here for a while and that you're probably higher rank I'm gonna just assume your background's probably a yeah
2: I think yeah. so I think that's uh that's for the best so um I like the idea of like um, as far as like looks it's it, it's a very affable like thin uh, sort of man like wearing a, a wearing a like a really slim jacket really nice like waistcoat and then like work boots nice
5: hmm
1: also um, I'm just looking at the spiders items and I really like that one of them is a fine bottle of whiskey
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I also like that one of them's fine cover identity Because you already basically have one yeah <laughs> um so how about your vice
2: that's the last thing we, re- we need okay um, I'm just, uh, these these vices are are all really good and it's like yeah it is the worst I get
0: they also all have as much room for uh, maneuvering as you would like, so.
2: Yeah. You uh, know what
1: obligation would make sense? Because you, like, have a job?
0: True, actually. That is true. You do have to sometimes be a cop to uh, actually yeah, get the title.
2: I think I'll have to do that. <laughs> so, uh, like, half the time you That's guys don't you don't see me because I'm, like, living a double life. Yeah. Cool. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing that. That's good. Alright, yeah, so I'm doing that one then. Do you have a particular, like, do you have a superior
0: that you report to? Um, I'm trying to associate some uh, names for possible characters with these vices in case they come up.
2: Yeah, um... How about, like, uh, Sheriff Welker? Sheriff Wilbur. I like it.
0: Alright, so that just leaves. I think it's everything. Uh, yeah, it looks like everything That just leaves uh, Levi Unless Sarah had s- any more thoughts about uh, her vice or, No, go uh, ahead Alright, I'm going
3: with a leech mm. That'll be a leech
4: Ooh.
0: Yeah I, It gotta came
3: to leech, me right? when you were talking about The uh, the Scovlin sort of like War of resistance So,
0: uh-huh. are, are, so are, you, are you some guerrilla bomber Is what you're telling me
3: Yeah, he's a war refugee and saboteur Nice <laughs> Excellent yes.
0: Alright, I'm nice. bump you down for Skovlin. Fucking Carvaj. The, the backgrounds again. Academic. Yeah, I background military. Background Underworld.
5: Nice.
0: I, think said I was military. thinking military. Yeah. Military.
3: Like, it's not what he's. He's not in the military now, obviously, but he was. Oh, yes, yeah, you're Right, right. Back before the hard times. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the uh, the name I decided to go with is Kristovskora. Scora. Nice, Crisco Scora, alias Flint.
0: Nice, I like it.
3: Yeah, yeah. I've actually been working ahead in the meantime. So, That's good. That's very yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, right, we're coming so, uh, up. We're coming up on an hour already. Oh, we're passing hour.
0: Okay. Oh, anyway, it's <laughs> oh, it's fine. fine. Um, so we're making we up have, we for still... having
1: such a short episode last time,
0: and no yeah. episode the week before, it, and we still have like, yeah. all of crewcraft to go. Uh, for. It's gonna be yeah. fun. Um, So you start with, let's see, I think you are up to picking your ability dots. Yep. Okay, so
3: so I start with two in Tinker and one in Wreck. I'm going to buy one in Study, one Mm -hmm. in Survey, one in Skirmish, and one in Attune.
0: Ooh, that is a good combination of things. Sounds like you have three Insight, two Prowess, and one Resolve.
3: Yeah, I wanted to have... I was actually thinking about how to get that, like, spread.
0: Yeah, it's a nice spread. Um,
3: so, how about your special abilities? Saboteur is the most obvious. Mm -hmm. I think my question right now is, what is Sparkcraft? Because I see that under Artificer.
0: Uh, Sparkcraft is basically, like, uh, so there's not really magic anymore, but there's a lot of things that used to be kind of tied to it, so, like, Sparkcraft, in in this case, is, like, sort of, like, mechanical wizardry. It's, like, the stuff that makes the, uh, like the electroplasm walls, like work. It's like sort of engineering stuff. Like the trains are sparkcraft, and the walls sparkcraft, oh, and okay. guns are sparkcraft.
3: What I just noticed with the Dodd-Natoon, Ghost Ward is really good. It says you know how to wreck an area with arcane substances and methods. So it is either Anathema or enticing to spirits. That is cool. So I could make places haunted. Is that yeah. what I'm
0: reading? You could you could haunt places. You could unhaunt places. You could temporarily haunt places to, to get what you want without making a big mess. It's
3: like look, you got a nice place here. It'd be a shame if some ghosts happened to it. You could just <laughs> be- to juice it. <laughs> because basically what,
0: what that means is that when you like you know when you do wrecks when you go to break shit like with they using like one of those alchemicals you have on the side there or one of those items like you can flavor how you're using that stuff or how you're doing pre-production to, to do with ghosts instead and that means like as a result like that's something you can feasibly do and it might cost you less stress or it might just involve items that you already have or whatever okay so that's a pretty good ability if you want to go with that route being f- going physker
3: and uh, being the like team doctor is also appealing yeah. But, I don't know. I, just, I want to wreck shit, so... Yeah. And hang wreck out with... Shit, go- and hang out with ghosts. So I'm going to go with Ghost Ward.
0: Yeah. Good to know. Okay. All right. So once you punch that in, uh, tell us about your clever friends, one of whom that you are in a bad way with, and one of whom is your buddy.
3: Okay. So... I imagine that the one I'm on good terms with is uh, Jewel, a blood dealer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't know why. I don't know why you would deal in blood, but I imagine there's an insetting reason.
0: There's reasons to deal in blood, I'm sure.
3: Yeah. So yeah, make friends with the Red Cross and enemies. <laughs> what is
0: a psychonaut?
5: A uh, really I good Tim Shaper game. Yeah, so I mean besides
0: that, it has a lot in common with the Tim Schafer game, and it's someone that explores brains. If I yes,
3: yeah. ooh, that would be an awesome, like a or rather s-
2: terrible enemy, like Basically. a psychopomp meets mind reader, I guess.
0: Yeah, the rules for like how the supernatural shit works in the setting are incredibly non-specific because okay. we're supposed to figure it out ourselves. So a psychonaut can really be whatever you want it to be. You just tell all me. right. Or, if you don't have any ideas, a psychonaut can be whatever I want it to be, so we'll (laughs) about that later. I feel... Hmm. It also doesn't have to be a psychonaut. Yeah. I
3: think I'm going to go with Eckerd, a corpse thief. I don't know how a corpse thief is going to, like, fuck with me, but I want to see it, so...
0: (laughs) You might have some prior beef that, like, maybe you yeah. introduced a whole bunch of ghosts to a battlefield he was trying to scavenge or something. uh yeah. Well, because oh, I guess the thing that makes that would make that fun because you're a ghost wrecker. Is the thing is with with because death is dead basically is that when someone dies, like, like basically like there's a special faction in the city who's like their job is to collect the body. And burn it so that they can't not burn it, but like put it in a thing so they can turn it into electroplasm, basically, and like destroy oh. the spirit. Because otherwise, if you leave a body alone, a ghost comes out. Oh, and good. Ghosts are are hungry for life and will like try to consume any faintest signs of life near them in an effort to be alive again. So, okay. corpses are kind of a big deal.
3: <laughs> yeah, sounds good. We might have
0: caused some problems for this corpse thief that we can get around to later.
3: Excellent. Okay.
0: Nice. And I know my. So, Oh, continue.
3: Oh no, it's just I already know what my vice is. It's gonna be gambling.
0: Gambling. Nice. All right. What is it you gamble, and where?
3: Oh, I was just thinking in general, but uh,
0: hmm. Since I am broke, it's it's probably if you have a pet game or something like that.
3: Oh, I'm a big fan of blackjack, personally.
0: You like blackjack? Where do you where do you play blackjack?
3: It's got to be somewhere shitty, right? Because I don't have any money, so it's got to be like for low stakes initially
0: the snail's pace <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a good one like somewhere where you get the shit beat out of you if you like owe
0: them money basically <laughs> do you owe anyone money or oh. are you at risk of owing anyone money because that might be good information to know uh oh yeah definitely why not who's the who's the the card shark that scams you or the guy that lends you money so you can satisfy your addiction What's their name? Ooh, let me look at the
3: list of names here then.
5: Uh,
3: hmm. Could I give them an alias too? Because I was thinking of if I was gonna play a hound, oh, might be I might go with like one of the aliases is TikTok, and like oh. in the names it has like Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. i would probably i would probably put the y on there to make it timothy but like
0: tiktok tim
5: <laughs> yes <laughs> that's
0: good <laughs> all right tiktok tim is the man that uh is a man that, uh, makes your voice complicated, and I'm gonna note that. Hey, Sarah, yeah. how's, uh, speaking of vices, you got any thoughts?
4: I totally do, actually. Good! Um, so, Arden's, uh, strange, weird vice, and probably what made her decide to leave the family in the first place when she was a younger woman, uh, uh. is that she, despite having little ability with magic herself, or whatever it is in this world, um, she has a very bad tendency to consort with a coven of witches.
0: Oh! <laughs> oh. oh! Very
5: good. May so she's may a not big have gay nerd.
4: Again, and may or may not have an on-again, off-again relationship with one of the, with one of the witches inside. <laughs> That coven complicates that things even more.
0: Hey, so so what's your witches with benefits name? <laughs> That's a t-shirt.
1: That's uh, a t-shirt.
4: That is a t-shirt. <laughs> witches with benefits. Um, Lizette.
1: Nice. Lizette. Yes.
4: L i z e t e. Lizette.
1: That's like a really like disreputable Victorian woman name. I think. Isn't
4: it great? <laughs> <laughs>
0: They would probably call her a woman of ill repute. Yeah. If, I, if I'm yeah. getting my uh,
4: Actually, there. we'll go fuller, and we'll say her name is Lisette Dalmore. Yes, uh, nice.
0: Dalmore.
4: Yes, and she is one of the witches in the coven that uh, Arden spends her time with.
0: Nice, interesting. Yeah. Speaking of Arden, did you ever think of a alias? Pebble.
5: Pebble. Nice.
4: As in a pebble mm. in your shoe.
0: Oh, uh, that's good. It's it's perfectly non-threatening while still conveying a a secret hidden meaning. That's fun. All right, <laughs> so, we have uh,
1: so we have, Blondie, the club, Pebble, <laughs> and what was the leech? Flint. Flint, Flint. Flint yes.
4: That's good. Nice. That's really good. What a gaggle of assholes! <laughs>
5: yeah. So for
0: the last funnest part of this character creation episode, we get to do crew creation. Yes. Okay. All right. I've been looking forward so, to this. Uh, should I, we? I trust you all have been thinking about it. Yeah.
1: Should we just list off? Um, should we explain the whole crew thing? Because I don't think we've actually talked about it up t- up until now.
0: Yeah, so these guys, this get ga- this gaggle of criminals are all together in a crew, which, as you can probably guess, is like their gang, basically. And the thing with crews is that they have like their own like, crim like, uh, character sheets, basically, with a lot of their own weird upgrades and like. This, the crew is basically like the way that these guys all together like formally do business and store money together and stuff like that and the crew has its own reputation and its own relationships with other crews and like its own like power levels basically
3: you gotta like you gotta get turf you gotta get into gang wars you gotta yeah. <laughs>
0: and,
5: like
3: if, if people go to jail everything. like the cops are gonna be looking for you it's
0: red There's lots of different kinds of crews, like you have assassins who kill people, and then you have Bravos who are kind of like muscle for hire, and cults who are just cults, which is fun, and they all, like, as your crew has, depending on what crew you pick, has special upgrades, it has a hideout, probably, Uh, a lot of other shit, um, what are y'all thinking? Tell me your thoughts.
5: Uh, uh.
4: I was going to suggest, just because it, it opens up the most amount of, like, shit to get into, is Shadows. But maybe that's a little too generic. But yeah, it's the, sh- Thieves, yeah. Spies, and Saboteurs, so I don't know.
1: That might be, like, it seems like just generic enough. I was thinking, like, either that or maybe, like... um. God, I'm a little bit tempted by hawkers just to, like, be yeah. a bunch of drug
0: dealers.
5: <laughs> so, well, so, the thing about hawkers, I, I,
0: is just fun, is that you can be drug dealers, but your your merchandise doesn't have to be drugs. True. It can be anything that you think people would have a demand for. Right, it can yeah. be, like, illicit ghost weapons. It can be information. It can be, like, whatever. It could be blood. So, it could be blood. Yeah, it could be that's blood. Maybe it... Maybe you have a. Maybe you're even good at the blood merchant because you're you're fucking over the corpse stealers to get all their blood out. Really, no, <laughs> any of the vices? I
3: don't realize. Like we could do it like arcane curios or our own gambling or.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Oh shit! Getting eye on your end supply, but I Before. do. Li- I do still like. The I'm shadows. astonished.
3: None of us went for pleasure or stupor. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I thought. I thought I was for sure.
2: Super tempted to.
0: Y'all were looking at the one GMing this game and not the one playing it. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. What? Like. Sh- I respect shadows. I feel like aside from maybe fronds and even then cutters are easy to work in anywhere shadows is like very applicable to all of your skill sets Also, mm-hmm. right. so is hawkers like, I feel like smugglers would be good too true a lot of these are benefited from one of you being a, a fucking crooked cop yeah yes. yes. it's true. true
1: I'm also noting uh, the different upgrades they have like um let's see uh like just to narrow it down to the ones I have uh hawkers um Like okay, so you have a layer that you can upgrade, which I love. I love upgrading layers. Um, One of the ones the hawkers get automatically is that their layer is secure. The shadows layer is hidden, and the smugglers have a vehicle. (laughs) Oh.
0: And the vehicle is just, like, it can be literally whatever is appropriate for your particular racket. Like, it could just be a carriage that you move things around yeah. in. It could also be that you own a fucking Leviathan hunting boat, and you, like, and you smuggle things under the guise of being Leviathan hunters. Um
3: but- uh, Duskfall does have a whole bunch, it's sort of like a, like a mix of, like, Venice and, like, London and stuff, so it's got a lot of waterways.
5: I was also So reading. a boat
3: would be good. Also, Dishonored has a boat, as far as I'm aware. (laughs) Yes.
1: I was also uh, doing a little setting reading, and apparently most of their carriages are pulled by giant goats instead of horses. Amazing.
0: Well, they don't have the room to raise horses. Yeah. Yeah. Also, horses might just be extinct. Who knows? Yeah. I think you can
3: actually get a horse. It's just really expensive.
2: They're a dying race. Mm
1: -hmm. Let's see. Um... Ridden, one, of the, one of the smuggler abilities is maybe should we go into the details before we like choose or
0: I'll let y'all decide that. I hmm. don't it's really
1: you. know.
4: I really don't know what to to suggest. I mean, like, I feel Maybe it's just because I've been playing so much Persona 5, but that's why I'm leaning toward thieves. Just because, you know, you can get into, I feel like, the maximum amount of shit as a thief. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shadows would be
3: red. Smugglers
4: yeah. can also get into a, a tremendous amount of shit. Um, yeah. Looking know. at the
0: hunting grounds thing below that gray box might be a good way to get a feel for what kind of. Guys, you want to be so, like, for smugglers, like, they don't have hunting grounds, they have cargo types, and so it's like, oh, do are we gonna move like arcane or weird shit or, or illegal weapons or people? And then for shadows, it's like, oh, our hunting grounds are burglary, espionage, robbery, and sabotage, those are the things we do to get by, right? And like, obviously, y'all aren't limited to your hunting grounds or your equivalents thereof, but it kind of sets the tone for mm-hmm. what your uh, yeah, for honestly, what your standard of, of skullduggery is. I'm feeling shadows, honestly, yeah. I Let's take. Like-
3: Let's
1: take the path of least resistance here.
0: Yeah. Alright, seems like we're doing Shadows. Cool. Because
4: me. I feel like uh, also, uh, as just to, you know, like another thing, is that with Shadows, you can kind of get involved with groups of all of these other people, because, sh- yeah. you know, th- thieves steal shit and fence it off to, you know, smugglers or whatever. So Yeah,
0: to my to my knowledge, Shadows, Hawkers, and Smugglers are all uh, very sociable yeah uh, like, crew types, because they all kind of, like, a lot of other types of crews can benefit from being involved with them.
4: Right.
3: Right. Plus the, the everyone steals special ability, where you get, like, a plus one to, like, prowl, finesse, or tinker is Ooh, really good.
4: That is also, really good.
3: I'm
1: looking yeah. at these
4: are
3: incredibly strong.
1: Also, I'm looking at this lair thing. There is this really hard-to-describe thing, like, fucking ant farm situation, like, XCOM base building uh, Yeah. this, And so Shadows can have a gambling den or a drug den, so that, like, covers some of the dealer stuff. You can also have a hagfish farm for body disposal.
2: Yes! Oh, my God. You know. Oh, my God.
0: God. Well, that's important, because yeah. it, you notice it says plus 1D to reduce heat after killing. The thing is, like, after every score, you're going to get heat, and if you kill anyone of that score, oh, man. High chaos. Oh, yeah, that's
3: that's a lot of evidence. Killing we don't people need... is rough. I also <laughs> noticed... We're
4: high I'll chaos, say... motherfucker. No. <laughs> uh,
3: on, the, uh, on the path to the hagfish farm, there's also the infirmary, which was... I want to take for next. I want to be the doctor. Okay,
1: cool.
4: Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. okay, cool. And that would... And that'll stack, I can... So I've everybody can people, stay in tip-top shape.
1: I've seen enough people get blown up that I think I can make it work the other way around. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, exactly. It's like... I, like I, I took a first aid class in the army in, like, the mountains like 15 years ago. It'll come back to me.
0: <laughs> Alright, so uh, who actually wants to manage uh, filling in the sheet for this? Because I'm, like, taking notes, but also like I do not have a easy-to-update like update thing with the crew so one of y'all is going to be like the, the I, I can type it then, up I guess
1: yeah I kind of um, I would kind of like that but also I don't have the same kind of good like uh, image editing skills you guys have so if we're doing it like that way then maybe it would be someone else
0: well y'all can figure it out. I'll take down info. Okay. Um, I guess important we can do the stat stuff uh, after we do the fun creative stuff. Mm-hmm. So choose an initial reputation and layer. So first we're going to choose how the other underworld factions see you. There's a few of these they're listed uh, I guess there's listed up up uh, at the beginning. So like there's ambitious, brutal, daring, honorable, professional, savvy, subtle, and strange. Um, and the thing with this is that this sort of, like, describes the character that your crew is known for having, and I believe when you act within that character, uh, it, like, goes towards, uh, giving your crew experience, for instance. Oh.
1: I kind of like daring, because it seems like all
2: of us are kind of high rollers. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say either yeah. daring, professional, or strange, because, like, all three yeah. of them kind of fit all three of us to some degree. <laughs> Yeah, no subtle, uh... Yeah. No honorable... I can't. Like, I I feel like I'm the only one who could pull that off, and since I'm the only one, that's out, right out.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Alright. Strange is good. Do you want to just go for daring, then?
1: I think there are stranger gangs than us in this world. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, There's probably a cult of
2: just mummies or something.
0: Right, sounds like you are gonna do daring. So yeah. I have to remind myself of the rules for this when we
2: get around to it, but basically
0: it's going to affect uh like how you're intended to play your uh, crew. Um, okay, school, and so now we uh well technically we look at the map and pick a district in which you wanna place the layer and then we describe the layer. Okay. Um so the location just kinda depends on like right. what kind of environment you think you're your operation is best suited to mm-hmm. like your initial hunting grounds are probably going to be somewhere near your hideout. They don't have to necessarily be, but they're probably going to be. Right. Um so what kind of like what kind of people do you all prey on or what kind of clientele do you all try to appeal to? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is I guess the important
2: thing. We'd like to hit the upper middle class.
4: Yeah, and <laughs> upper class. Um, yeah, definitely the occasional, obviously. At least I know Arden will lean toward um, striking nobles, just to go completely s- against everything that she was <laughs> raised to be. Um, I say
0: I know uh, White Crown is probably out because I think White Crown's probably too dangerous because that's where all the important shit is. But mm-hmm. Brightstone, I believe, is uh, sort of the wealthy neighborhood. All right, uh, it might be difficult to you know, like if you if, if you look like. If you are a poor person, you might have difficulty moving around there without being conspicuous. But yeah. it's not. This doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad place to be. But you could also put your hideout, like maybe somewhere over in uh, six ta- in six towers, which is like sort of the old rich district, which is now a poor district, or Charter Hall, which is kind of a municipal district, and like hide it there and just commute to Brightstone to do your crimes. Hmm. <laughs> That's always an option.
1: I can. I kind of like that setup, honestly.
4: Yes. Um, yeah, what is it, Six Towers that used to be, like, a, a nice yes. place? Yeah. Six also, Towers
0: used to be the rich district and it's kind of, like, went to shit over the last, like, however long.
3: Also, one of the uh, the later descriptions it, like, offers as an example is an abandoned watchtower atop an ancient crumbling wall. Mm. I dig that.
4: That's really cool. <laughs>
5: yeah. That's cool.
4: That That is really, really cool. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna vote to say it's in because Six Towers sounds as like as like a concept I just see it as yeah. being like this place that used to be like really beautiful and sometimes when the light hits it right it still is beautiful but it's just become like it's covered in soot now and, and you know yeah. these these big amazing houses have been converted into like little one room tenements for all sorts of people yeah.
0: It, it seems like a really appropriate location for the majority of you. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Like it's something that used to be noble and, and daring and great and now it's just kinda like it's yeah. not the worst place in town, but it's kinda shitty. We are right. all kinda I like that, that like aren't we? we? Yeah, yeah. That works. Yeah. Cool. Like cool. it's not Dunslow, which is where the prison is, <laughs> but uh <laughs> it's it's pretty it's not great. Yeah. Alright, cool. So it's in Six Towers. Uh describe the layer for me. What's where is it? What's it look like?
1: Um so I like I said, I noticed that we automatically have the upgrade hidden, which says it's a secret location, it's a skyd disguised to hide from view. Um and we can like relocate it if it's discovered. Um I like a speakeasy we... type
2: thing then. So like oh, hidden behind a that... bar. Oh, that's not I was the
4: going
1: back really I was going to suggest sewers, but that's also
2: good. <laughs> I
3: would much rather be in a bar than a sewer. I'm yeah. just gonna put
5: <laughs> okay. that out there. Yeah. Um, that plus,
2: a speak, plus a well-known and like regarded speakeasy that's no lo- quote unquote no longer a speakeasy uh, is an yeah. easy thing for us to fudge if we have like two to three cops on the payroll. Also, I'm yeah. I'm thinking we don't have a lot of funds starting out. Is the thing? Um, no, you I, have
0: you have two coin, which is about like. A week, like a week of businesses, yeah. like income.
1: So, what if we have a speakeasy that's like underneath, like a shut down bar?
0: There was a speakeasy there before, and you found it, and it was abandoned, so you just moved in. Yeah, yes. yeah. We just we just brought our own booze and just like yeah, brought it back up. Hey, so so what's this bar named? This bar that you moved into? Hmm. It doesn't have to necessarily be an operational bar, but like it probably had a sign out front, right? Right.
2: Yeah.
4: Um
2: The Old Adventurer.
4: Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. <laughs>
5: that, mm-hmm.
4: Something something. I'm trying to think like all my my brain keeps going to things like about like the night or the moon. I don't know why. Maybe The
2: Narcoleptic maybe. Giraffe. <laughs> the,
4: burning,
3: <laughs> the Burning Tiger gets some like The Burning <laughs> Tiger's pretty
1: good.
4: The Burning Tiger is pretty is pretty good.
3: Um put spell of the Y and everything. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I
1: like
4: God. that.
0: That's okay. perfectly trashy, I kinda love it. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, for sure. The burning tiger is pretty good.
0: So it's just the tiger with the Y and not also the burning I was gonna like, say the, the burning, burning needs album. the Y in there
2: too, dude. <laughs> it doesn't matter oh, yeah, where. Sure, why not?
0: That. I was gonna do that, that's fine. Alright, so we got name, we got location. Let me scroll all the way back up to the, to the fucking relevant page. <laughs> the, the the reference PDF for this is like sixty pages. It's too so long. Yeah yeah. Um, yeah,
4: it's a bit intense.
0: Uh, went too far. That's okay. Alright, so number three, we get to establish our hunting grounds. So we're going to look at the map and pick a district in which to place your hunting grounds. Describe how to deal with the faction that claims that area. Oh god, what? So, I'm not going to like go too far into like describe like seeing what pre-made factions control what parts. So, you all tell me where you're going to do your camp, your your hunting grounds, and then Is tell it? me also about the faction that controls the area that you're that you're hunting.
1: Oh, um so I guess if we commute then our hunting grounds in Brightstone, right? That, that
0: was the assumed, but it could also be. If you're if you're trying to to hit those uh those rich folk, that's probably the way to go. That sounds
3: good. I still too. like that idea. Yeah.
2: I like the yeah. idea of, um, for like our favorite operation type, we either go for like boring ass burglary or sabotage, where we hurt an opponent by destroying things.
5: Yeah.
0: Sounds
2: good. Yeah.
0: Could be a little cold, maybe a little cold, be
2: so,
3: I do notice that the Brightstone has a really high security rating.
0: You know. <laughs>
3: you're daring.
2: It's fine. That's a good yeah. point. We are daring. Okay. We get away yeah, with it okay. because we like fucking fortune favors the bold. Everything, we do,
1: and we don't live there either.
0: So, some I'm mostly in it more. to hurt them. So, yeah, okay. So, some faction more powerful than you. Not. It could be a criminal faction. It could not be a criminal faction, depending. Uh, controls like, like you're not hitting all of Brightstone. Like, for right. a bang your size, you're probably hitting like an area of like maybe like a half a dozen blocks or so. Um, but what kind of faction that's like, bigger than you is, like, controls, like, the places you're hitting, and how do you deal with them, if at all?
1: I So, there like, there are three listed options, isn't there?
0: There's pay them one coin, and that's it. You can pay them two coin and get an extra point of status with them, which is something we'll get around to. Or you can pay nothing and get negative status with them.
1: Oh. Mm. So do we want to be, like, bowing down to them, or, like... Given Fuck Middle no! Finger. Okay.
0: Fuck no!
5: I refuse. Does it
0: strictly mean bowing down to them? Or does that mean, like, More like we paid them, them like, off. Like, yeah. Like if you pay them off a lot, then they like you because it's like, oh, you're obviously willing to cooperate with us. And it could also be like paying them nothing isn't necessarily disrespect. It could be that the game that controls this is like the church or something, mm. like yeah. a, an entity that's kind of like not pay offable. That's really. that's a good
1: point.
4: Mm, I was gonna suggest the church for Brightstone because that sounds, uh, that does sound. What's the other super wealthy district in this in this town? I'm trying to find it right now. Is it White Crown?
0: Yes. Uh, White Crown is uh, where all the nobles live, and it's also where like the academy is and the governor's mansion and all that.
4: Okay. Um, I could see it being the church in Brightstone, but I'm open to other suggestions too, of course. So it
1: sounds like either way we want to go for no money, is the thing.
5: Oh, no I was,
0: I I thinking you a little bit.
3: Yeah. I, was, I was thinking, like, one, but... That, that could I work. see here, the chief cathedral dedicated to the Church of the Ecstasy of the Flesh. I feel like oh. we should be
0: on good terms with them. The Church of the Ecstasy of the Flesh is the dominant religion in, oh. I think, the Imperium as a whole, and their whole thing is that they hate ghosts. <laughs> they make... Like, they make. Their absolute desire is to purge every ghost from from the city of Duskfall and destroy all the ghost magic and just, like not have to deal with any ghosts. They, now, they see what hate ghosts. when they said the ecstasy of the
3: flesh, I was hoping for something a little more, like you know,
5: <laughs> a little sexy, but, no, um, a little sexy.
0: Because the thing is, the thing is, they don't really have an afterlife to look forward to anymore. Because the thing is, with, with the way the bodies are disposed, means that you're burning the soul also like when someone dies their soul is destroyed. is, yeah. is how this goes now. Oh. So the church of the ecstasy of the flesh is their whole deal is teaching you is like being all about living in the moment and making this world better and all that. Fuck all right, you perfect. go some
2: fucking now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pretty much.
5: Cool.
3: Yeah, I would say I would say like one coin for them is fine. I wouldn't want to give them all our money but yeah, like, right.
5: I, would,
3: I don't want it on their bad side
4: either.
5: We we toss a little in
1: the donation jar and so they look the other way.
4: Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Is that what y'all want to do? Yeah. Sure. All right, cool. So let's see. Let me write Shh. Not
4: you
5: guys.
0: Let's see. Ecstasy. No change. Uh, keep in mind that for whatever purposes, you now only have one coin to your name to spend. Uh, but we'll get around to that, I guess. All right. So four, we choose a special ability oh for the crew. Oh
1: boy!
4: Oh boy! So
0: we get to choose one from the shadows. Uh, like usual, the the first one is the recommended or default, but they're all the way they are. Yeah. I
1: really like the first one. Yeah, everyone steals <laughs> yeah. just gives us like a stat
0: upgrade.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that.
1: Um, that would yep, be so you
0: can add one to any of those three, and now also like those three you can actually upgrade to three that's pretty
1: good though the other the one after that is ghost echoes meaning we like interact with ghost architecture which is cool um having a having a patron definitely seems convenient like to set up
2: in advance for things but my issue with having us doing a patron is that like we probably wouldn't interact with him in the sessions that we have That's a good point. You do not know
0: that for certain. No, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) If you're like, we want a patron, and our patron is going to be this guy, for all you know, I set up the heist, and your patron is like the one giving you the heist. Okay. Like, who knows? That's fair.
3: I want this proud, is all I'm saying.
0: Okay, yeah. Everyone mm-hmm.
1: steals is pretty good though. If we just want to up our prowl collectively.
4: Yeah, I think so. I think that's probably that's the best fair. option. That's fair. Let's get. Do let's
0: we get stealthy?
3: Do we all get to choose which one we want, or
0: I'm, pre- I'm going to say you all get to choose individually. Okay. Oh, really?
3: Okay. Well, I'm
1: I'm upping prowl anyway.
0: Yeah, me too. Plus, that ups my prowess. The thing is, like like I said, these skills aren't tied to anything concrete. It's like less about what they solve and more about what you do. So like you can like prowl in any situation you you feasibly want to. The question is like, is prowling going to be the most effective way of solving your problems or not? <laughs> it is in like, my you experience. And, you can you can try and prowl to get yourself out of a sticky social situation, but like it's probably yeah. going to be something like a like risky, limited. You know, <laughs>
3: just try to sneak off. Everybody's looking at you.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you, all, you, you can all choose independently. Okay. Um, let's see. After that, we do assign crew upgrades. Your crew oh. has two upgrades pre-selected. Choose two more. So as shadows, you start with... What do you start with? I forgot.
3: It looks like hidden layer and prowess training.
0: Yes. So basically, um, hidden layer means the layer is hidden. It's narrative tag. And prowess training means that... Uh, if during downtime, after a thing, if you decide to train, uh, you get uh, twice the amount of experience to your prowess if you train in prowess. Okay. Right, because cool. it's, mm. I think I'm not exactly certain on how the experience works. What I think it is is uh, that. Oh, you know what it is? Those ticks on the thing, on your character sheet for uh, the, the ratings, that isn't actually for your rating. The rating's just something you, you eyeball with the first column. That's actually your experience for that thing. Oh, So nice. when you fill up the experience bar for that, you get to assign another point to one of those skills in that section.
5: Okay. Oh, cool.
1: Cool. Yeah, you lo- double-check. Yeah, you level up like your skills individually that way. It's yeah. neat. Um, looking at the crew upgrades, uh, we could get... A vault. We could technically spend both of ours on to just upgrade our coin capacity, which obviously isn't going to be very important early. So. Oh, wait uh,
0: till we have some coin? We could. We do we want to have NPC lackeys? Uh, it looks like the crew upgrade is actually in that 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 gray one. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like th- oh th- yeah, thumping, I see.
4: underground maps and pass keys, elite rooks, elite rooks, skulks. Elite skulks. Oh. What is no, that? No, no.
0: Um, I think
1: I think what we're looking at right here is. Uh, the crew upgrades uh, that are in the gray box are the ones
3: that are exclusive to Shadows.
0: Yeah, you can get no, I think Oh, okay. It's like the yeah.
3: inventory on like the playbooks.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, uh, y'all can do whichever of those two you want. Thief rigging uh.
1: means we carry more shit, which I'm in favor of because I could carry even more shit. I could, have, <laughs> I, could, I could have
2: load seven and still be, like, inconspicuous. This means that you can carry, like, two full-sized shotguns without even having them, like, be sawed off, and he would look do you like you would just walk around me- like a normal person.
4: Genome, do you understand what this means? It means you could be the scene in every movie where somebody is like, all right, show me all your weapons, and there's like a five-minute yes. montage of you oh, taking shit. all your shit out of your jacket.
5: So oh my not, God. not to uh,
0: not to like push down the path of Thief rigging in case y'all want to talk about other options, but that also means like in a weird way, despite Genome being uh, like the tank character, he is also like could easily be the face because it means that like he can have a whole bunch of shit on him and still just look like a normal person. Yes. It's very easy for him to just walk into ass first into like a bad situation acting like normal and then break himself out of it with his incredible amount of gear if that's his his choosing.
1: Um, Uh, So I'm tempted to just go for the first two upgrades, just thief rigging and underground maps and pass keys.
4: Yeah. I do
3: want to I do want to put workshop in for consideration but those both do sound really good
1: that's true, Let's, oh, yeah. uh, what's the write up for workshop mm-hmm. your lair is a workshop appointed for no. tools for tinkering and alchemy as well as a small library of books documents, maps, you may accomplish long term projects with these assets without leaving your lair that isn't that isn't bad Certainly,
4: that's pretty handy for
3: maybe save it for later, I don't actually have alchemy yet that's what? a good point I just have, like... I just have, like, wrecking things with ghosts.
0: It's not... Either... Whether underground maps or passkeys or workshops is is your second choice, either of them is not bad for a third choice for when you actually get upgrades in the future. Yeah.
3: I think the underground maps and passkeys would be better earlier on.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those two, I think, sound like Mm -hmm. the best options.
3: So, are rooks, like, big, beefy dudes that, like, punch people? Can we, like, just get
0: more dudes... I'm guessing it's it's hideout guards, I'm guessing. Oh. I'm not sure.
5: Cool. Hmm.
0: Okay. I, I went over the book, but there is a lot yeah. to so yeah, read. Yeah, The book's, like,
3: 330 mm-hmm. pages long. Oof. Yeah, so yeah.
0: that's one of those things where, like, we'll figure out what that means later. Okay. I'm guessing Rooks is is base defense and Skulks is scouts, but I don't know.
4: Right. So, okay.
0: Okay. Alright, so we picked those two. Um, Next, we get to choose a favorite contact. Mark one of those ones who has a little triangle next to their name, who's a close friend, longtime ally, or partner in crime.
5: Oh, oh
3: I found the guys, like rooks are con artists, spies, and socialites, and scouts oh. are scouts, infiltrators, and thieves.
5: That's cool. so, it's okay. rooks,
3: so it's rooks like blackbirds, but yeah, okay. we'll, we'll save them for
0: um, Alright, so basically what you're going to do for this is you have that list of people, and one of those is your friend, and you're going to tell me which one, and then you're going to tell me which faction is friendly with them. And which faction is unfriendly with them. And this could be factions that you make up out of the out of the blue or factions that we've established or whatever. Because oh, yeah. we have the speakeasy front,
1: uh the tavern owner is tempting.
0: That's a maybe really it, good point. Maybe it is a functioning tavern. Yeah. Or a
1: functioning speakeasy. Of. We don't own it, we're just friends with it, and he lets us live in his basement.
5: <laughs> yeah,
3: well, but, I was I, was gonna we say. don't actually have uh, quarters, so I think we like have to have our own like shitty apartments.
1: That's a good point.
2: I was gonna say, uh, like, the tavern owner seems good, but also the noble as a source for scores among the elite would also be very... That's oh. a good point. There could be Yay. someone who's
1: like wants to screw over his buddies, so he sticks us. That down.
0: is the is, that is the uh, intended reading of that. Yeah, is that if your contact is a noble, your contact's probably someone who's super cutthroat who wants everyone else to eat shit. Is basically that. Nice. See,
5: that's yeah.
4: really good, and I do like the idea of us hanging out in like what is basically an abandoned building. So. Yeah.
0: Um, it, the, f- the flavor for uh, Six Towers indicates that it has a very abandoned feel because it's basically shitty and halfway abandoned. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it might be better if y'all are just in an abandoned tavern and then you have contact with uh, a noble, if that's why you want to go about things. And it would yeah. also then make sense why uh, you're operating in in White, ro- in, a uh, Whitestone. Yeah. Or Brightstone, excuse me. Because yeah. Yeah. we got the inn,
3: we got somebody to give us the, yeah. the details.
0: Yeah, yeah I dig it. You are we going to go with Adelaide Frog, or are we going to give her a different
1: name? I really like the name Adelaide Frog, honestly. Yeah, me
0: too. All right, Adelaide Frog is your is your cutthroat contact. Now... What? What? Never mind. Oh, uh, I thought you said my name. No, sorry. <laughs> 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 her name is Anna Lee, so... Oh. <laughs> no. Thanks for um, being on the
3: podcast.
0: <laughs> Levi, thank you for being on the podcast. Um, <laughs> Hi! Um, so... <laughs> so what faction is Adelaide Frog friendly with and what faction is she unfriendly with
1: Don't
0: know much or who likes her or dislikes her um, How do you want, however you want to frame it she I feel dis- like
2: I, I was going to say I feel like she would dislike uh, like smugglers or like a specific sect of smugglers who is helping out the rest of the nobles and she just is oh. trying her best to like cut out as many of like the smugglers like sources of income as possible That could work.
1: I'm thinking for someone she she likes, maybe she's, like, completely two-faced with the other nobles, so even though she's screwing them over, she's, like, in good with them.
0: All right, so what do you want to call, uh, like either of those factions. We should give them a name. Okay. Yeah. I think instead of the nobles in general, it might be, like, a sort of a, like, coalition of families or something like that, that have, like, their own little organizational name, and, like, obviously the smugglers are their own crew. Yeah.
4: I could see that. It would be, like, the nobles that she's in good with, it's only a certain group of them, but they're, like, a a group of, like, merchant family nobles.
0: Oh. Okay. So some sort
4: of, some sort of merchant's guild. Like
0: I like it, yeah, yeah.
4: Like the the merchants guild, maybe
0: uh maybe the gilded guild. They would like sure, that, they?
4: I do like that, yeah. Um, All
0: right, so she's in good with them. And what's these these smugglers' name? Hmm.
2: The um, let me think. Solo and the one man crew. <laughs> <You> no. <know>, um, <laughs>
1: The, the, the empty uh, pockets. They're really good yeah. at like hiding their shit, so they're the always... empty
0: pockets. He said, "That's yeah. good. That is like really mad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, do you want to uh, do vanilla, where you're at plus one with the one that you like, and negative one with the one you dislike, or do you want to double down and go plus two and negative two instead? I'd say Ooh. let's
1: let's stay vanilla. I think. I think, like especially because we're not too closely like um with our favorite contact um we're not closely associated with her i don't think mm-hmm. it would be that intense
2: yeah i understand that reasoning
0: okay all right. Yeah, all right yeah that's good by me sounds like that's it
2: for right now it's just um, kind of a, a, g- a genial like business contract so that's that's all there is to it
0: right yeah that tracks all right cool i think that Covers,
2: uh, I think we need a name for our group.
5: Oh yes, oh you're my right, god! Do
4: uh, boy, this is the hardest part. Yeah, yeah <laughs> this is the most, the most important thing is is our badass crew name.
3: Uh, I can't. I just, I just keep thinking of the band Motley Crew. Like, oh, shit, <laughs> we can't. I really no. <laughs>
5: no, I'm not um, saying thanks. we
3: should go for it. I'm just saying my mind won't leave. Is, a,
0: is whatever we do. Actually, I just remembered. Uh, I'll probably definitely need to take a break after this and probably not do any more for today because it's a very long recording session. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, for next week's recording, I can actually set up roll twenty and their character sheets and uh, crew sheets and all that are very in depth, and I can actually make it so that we can access this really readily. Nice. Excellent. Ooh, and always that's be sounds it. good. So um, I can put the work into that and make that happen. But a- yeah. So what are we? What are we thinking? are gonna name these these. these char- Oh man
4: Uh, um, Uh, hmm. um, Let me think, let me think, something good Uh,
3: Vault Specters
4: uh. Uh, Hold on Let me see see what all the other faction names are To get an idea
1: I kind of want to go for something really cheeky Like concerning Like thievery And that kind of thing. Though, you know what? Mm -hmm. Something kind of reflecting our collective, like, fallen status would also be good.
0: Oh, that is a good idea.
2: I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a really good idea, actually.
5: hmm.
0: Good on you for for thinking of that.
2: Referring to ourselves as fallen scions is actually a really great idea. Maybe. Oh. Mm. Um, Something
4: hmm. scions, something...
2: It's an ability name
0: because so this would be too confusing, cause, oh. and it's unfortunate because Ghost Echoes would be a really good name. Oh my like, god, like, oh, that's but, good. Uh, That would be too confusing, I think, because it's also the name of an ability for
4: our know. for our group. Um, yeah,
3: uh, Phoenix Ashes. Uh,
5: that's
1: that's pretty good. We could be like the Ashes for something. short.
3: The,
4: yeah. Um, damn, we might have to, we should cut part of this an eye. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah
1: wait, yeah, definitely. um, the Resurrection Men.
4: Oh, isn't that a movie?
1: Uh, it's, well, it also refers to a Victorian term for body thieves, but I think this could apply to this as well.
0: Oh, Oh yeah, because the Resurrection, yeah, okay, I like that, that's a good idea.
5: Yeah. Or just I mean, the I'm, resurrection. I'm just, I'm
0: just a GM, so don't, well, I, I don't have a vote in this. Mic, <laughs> yeah.
1: some, uh, it could be some, like, twist on that. Resurrection. I do like
2: that.
5: Resurrectionists. I
2: I I think we'll have to like reconvene later after we've decided. But I think Resurrection Men is probably going to be very close to just be the Resurrection.
4: The Resurrection. That sounds like an '80s band. No, (laughs) it's a wrestler Uh, duo. (laughs) (laughs) What about the Resurrectionists? Because that sounds kind of Victorian in a weird way.
2: Yeah, it sounds like a revisionist or like romanticist like philosophy. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. That's very good also.
4: Okay. So maybe that? Maybe the resurrectionists?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for it. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna write that down and like if, I guess if there's any changes between now and next week, we'll tell you, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, it seems like our crew, the resurrectionists, with Franz Toten, otherwise known as Blondie Arden Kincliffe, otherwise known as Pebble Uh, Crowl Michter, otherwise known as Club and Christoph Skora, otherwise known as Flint is going to be kicking off next week Alright, I
5: hardly wait
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, fun, fun stuff Uh, Thank you all again Yes Six, tune in next week, same Big Gay Nerds time same Big Gay Nerds channel oh,
3: yeah. should we uh, should we shout out our uh, social media, um, our
0: Patreon yeah yeah. Love it. yeah you, I'll, I'll leave that to y'all because I forget what the URLs okay
3: on. no I got them all pulled up just for easy use, alright you can you. find us on Twitter slash Big Gay Nerds cast, you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Big Gay Nerds podcast, find us on Tumblr slash Big Gay Nerds and on Patreon slash uh, Big Gay Nerds, give us some money. Yes. Uh, give us some likes, some subscribes, some word of mouth, like whatever you whatever you got in you, whatever you feel like doing. Uh, and they,
4: rate us on iTunes because I think yes. that helps. Yes. Oh us. yeah.
3: I always forget that, about that that's yeah, a big reading
0: us on itunes and, and telling your friends about us is great if you can't or don't want to give us money on patreon yeah. or if you do just sort of in general it's a good thing to do is, yeah is yeah. to tell people about us and that but, we're good and that you like listening to our show
3: it doesn't have to be a whole bunch of money either like we got a dollar a month like we yeah. appreciate all of it
0: yeah yeah and hey
1: let's
3: all every uh, last penny
1: Let's all get a big hand for Saturn's first time uh, as the Master of Ceremonies, huh? Yeah. Oh,
5: thank you. Thank you. Thank you, first Saturn. Saturn it's a been a We appreciate yes. it. Congratulations. I'm, I'm
2: so I'm hyped.
0: very excited, and y'all gave me a lot of material to work with. I'm
4: crazy hyped, so yeah, let's... Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward experience. to this.
0: Yeah. Excellent.